then once we get to Maine, we're studying the book of James. And this one kicked me in my teeth and it really opened my eyes. And I'm like, whoa, he's talking to me. Here's one interesting thing. What, what do you think is the number one vehicle driven by millionaires? Lamborghini, I don't know. You'd think. It's a Ford F-150. Oh, good. I'm gonna, because... I'm gonna talk there you go. You're a mil <laughs> millionaire, yeah. <laughs> just like oh, I died for you. I just got the chills. And now I'm, here's the a, here's a thing is, is, I'm not a betting man. I don't gamble because there were some Roman soldiers that gambled over my Lord's clothing. But if I was a betting man, I'd bet my next paycheck that we all have that person. I was having a conversation about the Lord and someone walked in and they, were, they said something like, oh my gosh, I love Jesus. And I was, I was, I was sick. I was like, I, don't, I hope I don't sound like that. It's called the hierarchy. That's what we. Yeah. That's what we do. It's a social ladder that you're supposed to climb up. The crazy thing about this is that, in our culture, we have, like I say, we have that ladder, and, but in God's culture, it's it's flipped upside down. down this down. is disruption. Welcome back. To the Golden Voice Radio. I'm your host, Nehemiah Shaw. I have another host with me, Josh, as well as Alex Sikama the Third. We're having too much fun. We're having so much fun. Get with me over here, so we have so much more fun. So much more fun. I'm gonna have fun too, and. Welcome to the new studio, you two. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Alex has pink shorts. <laughs> and he is unbranded. And I'm wearing I'm redeemed unbranded. rags. You better get but, with it. Yeah, redeemed rags here. This episode is sponsored by that. I, yeah. www.redeemedrags.com. Oops, yes, I think I said that right. Support like our local shirt. businesses. This shirt here and this hat here. Mm. If you are watching on YouTube right now, you can see all the things that yes. Josh is pointing at. Yes, mm -hmm. talking, talking and showing. Mm -hmm. um, We've got to give credit where credit's due. Get in the, get in the picture right there. Let's see. Yeah, we have uh, yeah. This is our cameraman from Redeemed Rags. We got... Uh, are you even in the frame? <laughs> <laughs> this is my best friend, I Owen. I hope you weren't. I'm Thank Owen. you for the film work, Owen. Come on now, yeah. Owen. It's my dream to be on this podcast, but they won't let me. Nope. Okay, that's no. You get out of <laughs> well, here. Okay, Leave. Yeah, You're not I, allowed I, out of here anymore, dude. <laughs> we gave you one little bit of one little bit of uh, he takes little, a little so kiss far. on the cheek, and you want to freaking hug us. He, he comes right, in no, he comes dude. in and uses his words right away. Gosh. Oh, well, I, I wish I was on the podcast last week. Cause that was such Ooh. a good conversation. Oh, did you hear it? Yeah, dude. What did you think? So good. Dude, oh. he's smart. He's right. so smart. He was so perusing good. those scriptures. I was like, oh my god, man, I wish I wish I would, could follow along, but yeah. I couldn't, and I, I felt really dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I will say, yes, I was. We talked about it afterwards, Alex, a little bit, yeah. but I will say, because we're talking about last episode, go watch that if you haven't. I learned so much. 
I thought it was so cool how you probably, if you heard it, God literally, like I'm not exaggerating, that same day I was reading through Matthew and mm. reading when Jesus was being tempted by Satan. Oh. And he brings it up and he's like, oh, so what did Satan use? Oh, and, and I even looked into it deeper, like mm-hmm. clicked on the footnotes and stuff and clicked on like the sure. deeper and, uh, and seeing that Satan was quoting out of Psalms. And Jesus was quoting out of Deuteronomy when they were kind of talking. It was cool. They were talking back and forth yeah. using Scripture. It was like a, a battle of Scripture. It was really cool. But yeah. I was looking into that that day, and then he brings it up. And I was like, oh, God really wanted me to read that today. Yeah. I'm glad I did. So mm. anyways, go watch that yeah. uh, episode it was quite or listen. Quite. It was very much uh, uh, interesting and important episode mm. to know how we can read and navigate our Bible. Yeah, and we, that's what we want to do today. We, mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago, we talked about James, and we talked about James 1, a little bit of a Bible study with the bros type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're hopping right into James 2 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I say, I say we read it out. I say we let the, let the Word speak for itself. Um, yes. we've, we've prayed up, mm-hmm. we've stored up, we've stayed up. I say we, we read up. Let's read it. Do you want to read it? Sure. I got the NIV, but uh, follow along with whatever... Uh, Bible you have, whatever translation. Uh, I'm just going to read James chapter 2 here. Um, The little subtitle is, Favoritism is Forbidden. My brothers and sisters, believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, must not show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in filthy old clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, But say to the poor man, you stand there or sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated among yourself, yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised those who love him? Have you dishonored the poor? It is not by the rich. It is not the rich who are exploiting you. Are they not the ones dragging you into court? Are they not the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him who you belong? If you really if you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, as you are doing right. Uh, but if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said, you shall not commit adultery, also said, you shall not murder. If you do not commit adultery, but do commit murder, you have become a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Faith and deeds. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by actions, are dead. But someone will say, have you faith? Or Sorry, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that. They, and they shudder. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? 
you see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. And it's interesting because that kind of, the Bible talks about both sides of that, but mm -hmm. we'll get to that. Mm -hmm. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute con considered righteous for, her, for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in different directions? Uh, as, the, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is also dead. Kind of stumbled over my words, but hopefully you no. followed. No, man, that's good. That's good. You can definitely see this central theme. I have a study Bible here, so I'm able to actually like follow along more closely with like, mm -hmm. you know, the the, the Todd Shank ish way of mm, perusing okay. the scriptures. Yeah, yeah. The hermeneutics, um, baby. The hermeneutics. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like the the faith and deeds is definitely you know like this is what I kind of mentioned last time we talked about James, uh, and it has to do with you know also like. Uh, why did Martin Luther not like the book of James or whatever? Mm -hmm. Because it like so focused so hard on um, the faith and deeds. It focused so much on good works and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Such a high emphasis on that. Yep. Because uh, James was looking around. He was like, okay, all these people are saying that they're Christians, but they obviously have so much prejudice. They have so much uh, of all this going on. It's mm -hmm. like, are you really who you say you are? Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. You know, so what are you guys pulling from the passage? Well, my question first is who's he, who's he talking to? Because mm -hmm. you gotta. I yeah. mean, last week talking about context. You yep. know, like who's who's he talking to? I know he said he's saying, "My brothers, show no partiality, as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ." And now I got the ESV here too. For if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly, and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, so so is he? Is he reading, or is he writing? I should say, to believers. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I well, gotta say, this is. So, yeah, it does say in the very beginning, the recipients. Um, I mean, the the letter of the recipients is always at the very first, mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. few verses. Yeah. The twelve tribes scattered among the nations. Okay. Yeah. So it's probably he's talking to location wise. It's probably Jews, mm -hmm. and they have to be Christian because specifically. Yeah, that, specifically and obviously, it's also when this was written, but yeah. realistically, even if we go back to James 1 and look, it says, James, a servant of God uh, and of the Lord Jesus Christ, and it says, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations, greetings, uh, mm -hmm. consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. So yeah. I believe that he's yeah, so speaking he's, to so he's, saved mm -hmm. believers, yeah. right? saved Israel. folks. Yeah, yeah. Yes. so he's, he's speaking to people who, who engage with the higher and the lower end of society in, in regards to Christian society. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I, I think about, too, how often I engage with both, both of the people, the high and the mm -hmm. low. And, and you can see it wherever you go, regardless of what church you go to. You can see it in church. You can see it in our Bible wow. study, too. Like... So the first thing I'm thinking is, is who's he talking to? Well, obviously he's talking to me because mm -hmm. he's talking to believers who are engaging with other believers. So right away I'm spooked. <laughs> right away I'm it's so like, glad you see that too because yeah. my work, my job specifically, is to work with the lower income 
portion of Kent County okay. and help with weatherization. I won't get into that, but yeah. I'm working with low class, low income sure. people. So, mm-hmm. wow, I'm glad you brought that to my mm-hmm. attention. That yeah, he's speaking to us. He's speaking to believers who really let's be let's be clear. He's speaking to believers who engage in society, and mm-hmm. that's really all believers or mm-hmm. should be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is a this and this. At least in my English translation, we have that two different kind of two different halves. You know, the sin of partiality—that's the first bit, and yep. the second bit is faith without works is dead. Correct. And in that first, in that first portion, when he's talking about showing partiality, I think James knows who he's talking to because he's potentially even talking to himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he he knows that you and you and myself—we all know that one person. Mm. Right, we we know their face, we know their name, and we know how often we avoid them too. You know, they're, you're, whether it's at church or at Bible study, and you see them, wow. and you're like, oh, and and you kind of make a a bit of a turn because you know they want to talk and they need to talk, they want to talk so bad. But you got your buds to go to, mm. you know, and you got you got a, a, a girl that maybe you want to try to talk to, mm. and and this this individual is the last on your priority list. So right away, that's that's two things. It's like, well, shoot, he's talking to me, and he's talking to me for a very specific reason, and that's because James knows that this guy, 2,000 years after he was alive, has someone on his heart in in his path that that he knows that I'm, you know, on on my own accord, I'm going to be trying to get away Man. from conversation with him, even just a little interaction, conversation with him. Mm-hmm. So right away, I'm I'm convicted. That Deep in my heart, convicting. you know, because yeah. we all got that one person. Very, I, you know, I probably have multiple people who come to mind. Well, yeah, right, right, exactly. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, oh, I can talk to them later, or, or mm-hmm. I'll get texts, and it's like I'm avoiding texts. I'm busy when I shouldn't, I'm, yeah. and I'm not really. And maybe right. I make excuses or justify things. Mm-hmm. Realistically, yeah, he's talking to me two thousand years later. That's Mm-hmm. Eye-opening, convicting, and I'm sure the viewers hmm. hopefully can agree or yeah. see things. Uh, like you said it perfectly at church. There's right I, people pop into my mind. Yeah, like wow. But yeah, yeah. I, I love also how James does break down, and we should kind of take it slow. But sure, like you said, the two sections. I, I would love to talk about section one and section two about the se- the second section being faith and deeds. Yeah. Faith without works is dead, essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, you know, he says later down in that first section in chapter two, verse eight ish. Um, it says, "Well, I'll just read eight through eleven. If you really keep the the royal law found in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers." For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. And I have that marked up in my Bible. That's eye-opening too, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's saying, you know, break one, break all. Hmm. And that's another way of saying we're sinners. We've yeah. sinned. We have broken the law, so therefore we have broken it mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. We are no longer perfect. We now need a Savior. We cannot do this on our own. You brought up Ray Comfort a couple of times, mm-hmm. how he, he goes through putting people in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, so have, have you ever said a lie, like a little white lie? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. Oh, have you ever looked at a woman with lust? Yeah. Oh, so that makes you a lying adulterer. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh. Yeah, they're like, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like what you say there. Break one, break all. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. getting off the hook. Right. Not a not a shot. We're sinners. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to everyone here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, we have to we do have to remember he is talking to believers, but realistically, mm-hmm. this applies to everyone in the world. Yeah. If we whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. That's yeah. just a, that's a fact with a sentence. Um, I'll continue. He says, for he who said, you shall not commit adultery, also said, you shall not murder. If you do not commit adultery, but do commit murder, you have become a lawbreaker. So it just goes to kind of elaborate on that a little more. But it's just, mm-hmm. it's showing it. Again, break one, break all. Yeah. We are not off the hook. Yeah, not a shot. It's like uh, when you are at school and the teacher gives out a test, and it's not just you make one mistake and you're at 90 percent it's like you make one mistake you're at a zero <laughs> yeah <laughs> and in fact you're not even like at a zero because zero would just you're mean expelled. that yeah you're like yeah. you're like almost like it's like negative 100 points mm-hmm. i've heard it described this way where it's like negative you get one question wrong you're negative 100 because god's wrath is on you on top mm-hmm. of that it's not just like neutral like at a zero it's like negative mm-hmm. and like you're dead dead you know, if you make one of one, if you make one mistake, so yeah. God has to Jesus in order to buy you back has to die with you, and or we, we die in Christ with Christ, yeah. And mm-hmm. then when then then both of us are at well, no, I was gonna say then that puts us at zero because we're died we're dead with Christ, so God's wrath is satisfied. Mm-hmm. But now we still need to be glorified in Christ. We still need to be raised with Christ yeah. to get raised back to a hundred. Mm-hmm. So then then he's ra- then we're raised with him. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we are back at you know, I, that, that was just something that popped in my head yeah. when, when I realized I like that, just yeah. kind of like um just the weight of of that mm-hmm. we're guilty of one sin or guilty of breaking the whole thing. Yeah, and no, I think that's a great. I think you you explain the gospel really well right there. Yeah, you know the fact yeah. that you, you're not getting out of this alone or on your own. Yeah, you know, and and when it comes to showing partiality to people, and I, I, how would you guys define that? Showing partiality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I in can, my mind, yeah, how do we define it in our modern day? Because mm-hmm. I can give an example if you would yeah. like. Yeah, because um, even think, on the main trip. Yeah, I was, well, we were, I'm not going to name any names, but yeah. me and my group of buddies, you know, mm-hmm. tighter group, we're sitting on the bus on the way up to Maine, and we're playing this game where, you know, rotate every so many seats, kind of like speed dating or whatever, where mm-hmm. it's like you're, you're getting to know these uh, all these people just quickly, and it's random who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. And there, I will admit to myself real quick, and I'm sure we could all admit this to ourselves, there are people I would rather talk to. Mm-hmm over some others and so we were going up to maine and we talked about this in a few previous episodes on our main trip through our church we ended up actually studying the book of james so it it suits well but that's why i'm bringing it up on the way up to the main trip i'm literally showing partiality Hmm. that's what i was doing i was oh i'd rather talk to this person oh i'd rather talk to them oh do i oh i'm gonna be you know i'm gonna not be super open with this person or right. I'm not going to let the conversation flow as much with this person because mm-hmm. I would prefer to talk to them. Yeah. Um, but then 
once we get to Maine, we're studying the book of James. And this one kicked me in my teeth, mm-hmm. and it really opened my eyes. And I'm like, whoa, he's talking to me. And we already yeah. talked about that in the first half, you know, yeah. about partiality. And it's just, it's it's obvious. We can all relate to that. But that yeah. right there is my example. I was showing partiality right before God wanted me to learn his word and dive into mm-hmm. James. Mm-hmm. So showing partiality is when you esteem someone as either high enough for you to engage with or too low Mm-hmm. For you to engage with, and and mm-hmm. it's it's funny because in our culture that's okay, like it's called the hierarchy. Like that's what we yeah that's what we do. It's a social ladder that you're supposed to climb up, mm-hmm. and 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 the crazy thing about this is that in our culture we have, like I say, we have that ladder, and but in God's culture it's it's flipped upside down. Yes it is. Right, right. It's 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 the upside down kingdom yep. where you know, this this could be summed up to the first shall be maybe not summed up to that but th- this means the first shall be last. Mm-hmm. Why are, why are you why are you raising up you know us or or why are you raising up someone who has more status because of the gold and the beautiful clothing than than someone who's lower on that hierarchy. Mm. Um Man, that the social hierarchy too, and in, in in our culture, you can see it. So it's so like easy in our to youth see. group. Well, well yeah, but I mean, just just it, Western culture. Yeah, it's it's, it's status. It's so easy to see. You know, it's so easy to see. And, and and one here's one interesting thing. What what do you think is the number one vehicle driven by millionaires? Lamborghini. I don't know. You'd think it's a Ford F one fifty. Oh, good. I'm in the because top, I'm in the top percent. Though. There you go. You're millionaire. <laughs> millionaire yeah. But no, you. The, it's surprising because you would think it would be a, a nice sports yeah, car, but yeah. it's either it's either two fifty or a one fifty. So you would assume that it's like a sports car, right? No, it's it's just a practical practical truck. And even then, in our that shows you in our minds, we're like, oh shoot, this, you know, wealth and, and status and and everything like that's the Lamborghini. Um, uh, but no, I mean, in, 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 when it comes to who we're supposed to, who we're supposed to lift up and esteem, it's not who you would, uh, uh automatically assume would be the right person, right? And, and let's go right back to God's word and uh-huh. where we just read, just so we can all stay on the same track. It, what you just explained says right here in, in verse five, chapter two, verse five, listen, my dear brothers and sisters, and I love that when he reminds us who he's talking to, mm-hmm. listen, my dear brothers and sisters. Has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of this world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor. It is not the rich who are exploit or is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are dragging you into the court? Are they not the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him whom you belong? Mm-hmm. So it's like we find favoritism and, and we are being partial to the people who what the word here says is they're the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him. And, and this is generalizing because not every rich person blasphemes God's name, but it's, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's saying the people of the world. Yeah. Who, who, who are of the world. Um, 
because we're all in the world, but are we going to be of the world? And and it's so easy. You you explained it perfectly, Nehemiah. But uh, that I just wanted to remind us with the with the text with the mm-hmm. verse five, mm-hmm. talking about listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen these who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom He promised those who love Him? Mm-hmm. It's it, like you said, it's upside down. It is flipped yeah. upside down, mm-hmm. and that's that's the world. And you know, you we talked about it written two thousand years ago. It's still the same world. Yeah, we're still in the same earth. Mm-hmm. So people are always chasing after more glamorous, the more glamorous things. Like mm-hmm. the music industry is so much that way too. I mean, I I was I thought that I was going to get into the music industry until I realized I don't really like meeting new people or moving to another <laughs> place like L.A. I don't or, even like music. I don't know why. <laughs> I like love producing music. Like yeah. audio thing was like all I did. And that's I guess how I got into this eventually, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, and the music world, that's all it is, is you've got to figure out how to collaborate with the next best person who's just a little bit better. Because, you know, if you try to DM Justin Bieber, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, there's no way. But to get way. to him, you have to climb but to the But to next. get to him, you got to climb that ladder. And people work so hard mm-hmm. at it. And then it's like, to what point? Like, to what end? I mean, it's mm-hmm. all just going to be evaporating anyway. Yeah. Smoking you know? mirrors, baby. Smoking mirrors. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, once you get to that point, then... Um, yeah, then then yeah. it all just kind of goes away, especially when it comes to like music and celebrities and social media. Mm-hmm. And once you get to that point, you'll be famous for ten years, and then nobody will ever hear you again. You mm-hmm. know, it's the way it is in the music industry. It's the way it is with everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but here in James, he they're calling us to live for something more eternal. And while everything the the celebrity life, the glamorous life, and all those things are fading away. Uh, we can live for something that really truly matters, which is uh, what it is to be after God's own heart and what it is, what it means to love people who may not mm. really seem glamorous. Yeah. But, you know, in the end, all that's going to be there, all that's going to be left mm-hmm. is Christ and his children, mm-hmm. you know, and everything else is going to be yeah. gone. So it's like, you know, of course it, we need to be living this way. You yeah. Know? Yeah. We need to get our priorities straightened out. You know, it's not mm. what the world thinks it is. Yeah. I want to quickly add uh, uh, to that, Alex. You said it will all fade away. <laughs> it will all, um, it will all fade away, right? And mm-hmm. I'm trying to find it specifically. What verse? I can't give the exact reference, but I, I'm 90. percent It's 90 percent sure it's in First Corinthians seven, um, talking about how everything in this earth will fade away. Everything will pass away, so don't get caught up in the the littler things. You know, mm-hmm. keep your eye on the prize. Or it, it's I'm paraphrasing, but um, store up your treasures in heaven. Mm-hmm. Keep 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 in mind what really matters: mm-hmm. our eternal life and heaven, and mm-hmm. doing God's work, doing things for the glory of God. I believe yeah. it's in First Corinthians seven. Uh, I could be wrong, but I mean Ecclesiastes is. The entire the entire book is about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoke, smoke. Everything is smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. or yeah. meaningless. Mm-hmm. No matter like however you translate that. Yeah, book. yeah, yeah. And this, I think that this first half of chapter two that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Again, I, this is so heavy because every like I say, everyone has that one person, or as you say, a couple people. Or but 10. you, the point is, is you know who they are when you see them. That's the whole point. Mm. And, and we've already committed 
what God is saying us not to do when we when we are listing and ranking like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and that's well, that's the sad part is that we. Yeah. And I mean, it's at least it's at least helpful in the sense that you have the Spirit tapping on your shoulder saying, Nehemiah, mm-hmm. remember this person? Hmm. Remember how much you don't talk to them, Nehemiah? That's funny, because if they're a believer, then I died for them, mm-hmm. just like oh, I died for you. I just got the chills. And now I'm here's a, here's the thing is is I'm not a betting man. I don't gamble because there were some Roman soldiers that gambled over my Lord's clothing. But if I was a betting man, I'd bet my next paycheck that we all have that person. Yeah. What are you, yeah. what are, what am I doing? And the Father loves him. So yeah. who are we to not? And 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 there's a good chance that on the day of judgment, we're all we are all going to be judged because of our works, not not to salvation, of course, thank God, but we are going to be judged at the end of it all. And I bet those, a lot of those people, according to Scripture, the first shall be last, mm. and the meek shall inherit the, the kingdom of God. So I could imagine I'm going to be in, in a in an assembly of glorified people of, of my brothers and sisters, but I guarantee you they're going to have certain treasures and, and certain gifts and certain uh, rewards that I won't have. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe I should start associating myself with, <laughs> with them. Yeah, and not for, and this is the thing too, it's yeah. like, it's so hard because we're in such a broken world. Mm. Okay, yeah, let me start really going out of my way to talk to these people. Maybe, maybe God will appreciate that. But mm-hmm. am I doing this because I know I don't want to? Mm-hmm. Or am I doing this because I think it will get me those rewards in heaven. Mm. Like, how, why are we doing yeah. this, right? <laughs> right. Then what's so, yeah, is it a means to an end? Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. like, you are have we to... already kind of kind of missing it? Yeah. We're already missing it by doing the ranking, yeah. by doing the judging, by seeing, oh, there's that person. It's like we got to yeah. get that out of our mind, and we got, and that's something you bring to the Lord in yeah. prayer. Yeah. I, man, I'm so happy you just said. That's exactly what I was about to say. Is that last or a couple weeks ago we talked about white knuckling. Mm-hmm. Talk about being addicted to being the nice guy, mm-hmm. right? And and that could turn into a easily turn into an addiction that when you're trying to go to whatever the you know if you're in high school you go to you're gonna be like oh I'm gonna be the person that uh, that 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 searches out the the outcast, but then that could easily turn into you trying to be someone who's who's first in the kingdom, like you said, like what's yep. the motivation? I'm better than and you because I talk to this person. The truth right? is if, if if you're not doing everything and, and showering it with prayer, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 and if if you go to the Lord and you and you ask him to continue to sanctify your heart yeah. and continue to uh, to grow and to be more like him, you know, to you listeners and watchers, if if you are truly going to the Lord doing that, He will assist you, and, and I don't think you're going to have a problem. Right. I don't think you'll even have a problem with with trying to climb down the the up, upside down ladder. Like you'll just you'll let gravity take you because that's right. you know you're you're already in in communion with the with the with the Spirit. So I love your 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 imagery that you bring. The way your mind works, I just, side note, but I love it. You're, you know, let gravity take you down that upside down ladder. It's like, Thanks, that's Sam. true. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's, that's a prayer that God would long to answer. That is a, that is a mm-hmm. prayer that the Lord yep. loves to hear. He wants to 
he wants your heart to ache for that and want yeah. he, if we're even talking about this and you know this is convicting as we're talking about this is personally oh, yeah. convicting this is something okay i'm gonna be praying about <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. and that's great yeah and i'm glad you know uh, we, in church we talked about it a couple weeks ago name it claim it hmm. and this isn't prosperity talking about oh 10 million <laughs> name it claim it no yeah. name it see it uh, I forget that they use three words, but then defeat it or something like okay. if we can see our sin and we can name it out loud, yeah. then we can start working towards, mm-hmm. you know, with the with the help of our Lord. It, it can't be on our own, yeah. the white knuckling, but we have to be able to see it before we can defeat it. That's right. Right. That's so, right. Yeah. Well, should so should the we next talk about the second passage? Yeah. yeah. That's a bit of a spooky one. Mm-hmm. Talking about like talking more about faith versus works. Mm-hmm. Um, gotta be careful about mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we should read it one more time. I mean, we've been kind of chatting Definitely. about the very first one. Maybe we'll want to hit that one more time. You want to read it in the ESV? Yeah, I'll read it in the ESV. So I got a bit of a different translation than what you read, Josh. But it'll be it's pretty you know pretty similar, right? <clears throat> so I'm starting in verse 14 of chapter two. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also by itself, if it does not, excuse me, so also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Mm-hmm. You believe that God is one. You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish, you foolish person, what faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he, when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works. Mm -hmm. And faith was completed by his works, and the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. Oh, I'm jealous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way, was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. Hmm. So he's, he's tying back now to the Old Testament here when he's talking about Abraham. Abraham and Rahab. Yeah. Yep, Abraham. And a lot of people... A lot of people kind of make a distinction between Paul and James, and I think people who m- people who might try to say that James is is you know talk, talking about f- salvation through your works, and they might say that James and Paul are kind of arguing and not on the same page. And I think it's good to bring clarity to the fact that they are on the same page. Amen to that. And so, at the very beginning, you know, Paul is. Paul talks a lot about Genesis 15, okay, mm-hmm. when he's talking about how how uh, it was counted to Abraham as righteousness when he believed in the Lord. That's Genesis 15, right? 
and then there were years and years and years, and he had a son, and he and and then Genesis twenty two comes around when it's now time to sacrifice his son. And now James is talking about about how uh, Abraham was justified by that, by, by how he was faithful and, and his fruits were shown by his willingness to sacrifice his son. And so Paul talks a lot, of, again, about, about how, how, how Abraham was, uh, was faithful in, 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 in um, you know, Genesis 15 when, mm-hmm. he, when he believed, and then James is coming in talking about how that, those works were, were uh, a, a fruit. Yes. Yeah, exactly right. So they're not, they're not budding heads. No. They're not budding heads. They're, they're kind of talking about the same thing, but sort of, sort of different. Yeah. Does oh, that man. Make sense? I've talked to multiple people who um, aren't believers, uh, and they love to bring up God is not loving. He he makes they even just bring up oh Abraham oh, yeah. kill his own son. Well, first that. of all, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on. He didn't yeah. kill his son. Right. Yeah. He was willing to if that's what the Lord wants, and mm-hmm. that is something. If 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 God is just and if that glorifies God, mm-hmm. he was willing to do it because he has so much faith and he loves the Lord so much to the point that he was called God's friend mm-hmm. for that. And the, and his actions of w- his willingness to go and sacrifice his one and only son that not don't even let's let's bring it into context here he's not just oh some some son uh no he was waiting years and years and years and years and years and years and prayer and years and prayer and years yeah it's a miracle child and he was willing with his by his faith to go and and do what the lord told him to do and this is literally a test of faith Mm -hmm. that's what it is it's a test of faith from yep. the Lord, and and He passed that test. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can look at our lives and maybe see where are we being tested our faith. Mm-hmm. You know, are we quick to uh, just use God as a? This is kind of coming off the faith and deeds talk, but are we quick to more of a self self examination, self test? Are are we so quick to say? Man, I'm just gonna have the Lord close by so I can call him when I'm in need mm-hmm. and have God be our servant. A genie. Or yes, he's not a genie. Are we right. gonna have or are we gonna have it? Okay, I'm gonna be faithful to my Lord so that when I am struggling in the sin or when I am struggling, when I do need help, he's there by my side. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 our it's our view. It's our the way we have the outlook on it. Um but getting back to the faith and deeds, it's yeah, I, they definitely are not arguing. Mm-hmm. Some people will like to use that as a contradiction or, right. or say all that, but re- really, I think it's pretty clear. Uh, it, to put it simply, your works, your fruit of your life is gonna be evidence of your faith, evidence of your salvation. Let me even say, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. w- w- what is salvation? It's it's we've been saved. By grace through faith, hmm. so you know it's it's that faith. Yeah. But really, it's it's our our deeds, as it says here in my translation, our deeds, our works. Those are just evidence of our salvation, mm-hmm. evidence of our faith in our holy, holy, holy God. Hmm. You know, in prayer meetings, I think we so often act like this. Like we've come in, we've got a. Oh, I had this this car trouble, and now now I need God's help, and so we you know <laughs> ask for God's help. Or oh man, I, mm. I just hurt my knee the other day. Now I need God to come to come and help me. And we gotta look for something, and then and then ask God to pray over that and everything. And we mm-hmm. and I think we don't realize necessarily like how 
much control God has over everything and that he probably put that hurt on you to, you know, like to test your faith. It's not something like, oh, I, I broke my knee and now now I need God to come and help me. And no, he was there when your knee was broken. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was there when everything was there. He already knows yeah. what you need before you come and ask him. And he was also there before the knee was broken. Like yeah. he, a lot of us are so quick to only want God in the hard times. Mm -hmm. We need God always yeah. when we're struggling in, in a sin or when we're struggling in life. You know, even let's just bring it back a chapter. Trials and temptations. Let's mm -hmm. go through our trials joyfully. Yeah. That's Listen to that episode if you haven't. I'm personally, on a side note, I'm kind of learning what the fear of God looks like. And it's a beautiful thing when you can hold even a phrase to such a high esteem, like, he died for me. Mm. He died for me. Mm. He died for me. That should bring us to our knees. Like, that's, yeah, and I, I've been saying, to be honest, I've been saying a lot less. I've been, I've been savoring it like, 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 uh, uh, like something almost too sweet to 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 engage with so often wow. to, to to say so often because because it is so heavy it's the heaviest thing in history and so if you know if he died for me why why do I show partiality to someone if if anyone in history had the right to show partiality it sure wasn't me right. Sure wasn't me. It was it was the Lord Himself. It was Jesus, and guess what He did? He didn't. <laughs> he didn't show That's partiality. Right. He died yeah. for the sins of the world. Mm. He didn't say, "Oh, I'm dying for this race," or "Oh, I'm dying for," you know, these people are a little more righteous. They right. they hold themselves a little better. Oh, they present themselves a little better. Right. I'm going to trust these people with my name, or I'm going to trust these people with my church. You know, mm -mm -mm. no, He didn't pick and choose. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. What a gracious God. That right there, just, man, Amen. a big revelation, you know? Like, what a gracious God. He didn't need to send Jesus. Mm -hmm. He did. He definitely didn't. Um, and, you know, I even want to just bring it right back to, to the second part of Faith and Deeds, talking about this. You know, it says, Someone will say, you have faith, but I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith with by my deeds, not with my deeds, by my deeds. I will show you that I have faith by my deeds. And then it goes and says, you believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that, though, and they shudder. Mm -hmm. You know, so, okay, cool, you believe in one God. Good. It's, it's kind of like one of those, like, okay, good, and... Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> I met I met a couple people who 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 say that they're Christians, and I maybe they walk up on a conversation. I mean, just recently, I had a, I was having a conversation about the Lord, and someone walked in and they were, they said something like, "Oh my gosh, I love Jesus," and I was I was I was sick. I was like, Ugh, I don't. I hope I don't sound like that. You know, like I, I hope fanboy. Yeah, um, I hope um, I don't sound like, uh, uh, like someone's like, oh yeah, I, I, I go to church all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I oh I read I read my Bible, well, a couple times a week. It's like, oh, that's funny because Satan's in it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he Talk, knows it like the back of his hand. It says that like in the scripture, it's like really strong on like there are two kinds of faith. There's you know, there's saving faith. Yeah. That. You know, like the the good deeds kind of come and kind of complete that faith and yeah. prove that, you know, like Abraham and Isaac and all that. But then there's the other, this other faith that's 
scripture says is demonic, demon faith. useless, demon mm-hmm. faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah, we, we can't, uh, we have to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. We can't just have demon faith, you know, yeah. and that I talked, I keep referencing back to our old episodes, but that's episode one in my testimony. I describe it as I had demon faith. I didn't have saving faith. Um, I always knew Jesus to be God himself in flesh form. Uh, and I always knew him to be, let me put it this way, I always had him to be my savior of my sins. I always believed in that. Truly, no one could convince me otherwise, but he was not the Lord of my life. Mm-hmm. And Lucifer himself, God wasn't Lord over him in all aspects. That's why the re- rebellion happened, you know. this the, the whole demon faith thing is we have to be careful. Where do we fall? And it, it was a rude awakening, to say the least, for me to see where I was. Um, and man, even just, ugh. yeah, saying things, I like what you said, Nehemiah, about saying things maybe less or savoring them or understanding the weight mm-hmm. that some of these phrases may bring mm-hmm. or should bring even. Yeah. Like, oh man, like going around, yeah, oh, that makes me sick. That gives me a pit. I love Jesus. I go to church. I read my Bible. Okay. Keep boasting. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Like, Okay. I, ho- I hope, I hope we should, mm-hmm. you know, and that's talking about with faith, with true faith, saving faith, we would do those things. We yeah. would love Jesus. We would go to church. We would read our Bibles. Yeah, I, I never, you know, I used to think as a kid, you know, like, man, they repeat talking about God's grace in every Sunday school lesson, every lecture, every, and I used to think, I would, would I ever get tired of talking about it? Hmm. Um but it's like, no, every year I, my eyes are open more and more to just how um, amazing that the depth of his of His grace. And I, I always like mm. to talk about grace. We always try to wrap up these episodes <laughs> yeah. of talking about grace, which is, yeah. I think is the coolest thing yeah. ever. That oh, it yeah. the gospel. We, it organically always goes that way. It we does. always yeah. end it with <laughs> the gospel. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Because um, scripture brings us to it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has to. I mean, like every... every mm-hmm. Everything points to Christ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Man. So we just... Uh, End it right there. We say it's a pretty uh, good place to end, eh? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say we're in a new studio. I didn't tell you guys that. <laughs> yes, we but are. But we are in a we're in a new place now, and I I like it a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Teleporter. <laughs> Check us out on YouTube Ooh. if you're if you're just listening on Spotify. Well, if you're on you're Spotify, listening. you might notice that it does sound a lot better. Hopefully, that Hopefully. would be that would be the goal. But yeah, come check us out on YouTube. We're trying to get that going. Uh, and yeah, it's it's a beautiful studio. What a blessing it is that God's allowing us to just grow. Mm-hmm. And again, not for ourselves, not for our glory, but for His, yeah. for His kingdom. Um, that is our goal, guys, of this podcast. Yeah. See you guys next week. Catch you on the flip side. Adios and God bless. Thank you for listening to Disruption, where we dive into disrupting culture and placing Jesus at the center of it all. If you enjoyed this episode, please share and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening from. It helps us grow so we can share the gospel with those who still need to hear it. Once again, thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode. Welcome back to Golden Voice Radio. Now we are back at Golden Voice Radio, 1099 a month. You can have this voice for yourself. (laughs) Oh, dude, I like this studio. Yeah, it's kind of cool, I guess. It's fine, I guess.